and gentlemen, and welcome to the December 24th, 2017 edition of Season 5 of The Court Report on the Nahum Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Every week, we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League. Had a game this week? You can let us know about it. You can friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weisselberg. That's W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. Or you can like the Court Report fan page. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is Y-L-S Wiseguy. And you can also follow and friend me and, and uh, you know, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, my account is NSN Court Report because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Thank you again to our amazing sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Crown Trophy of Brooklyn servicing the Yeshiva League for over a decade. If you've won a championship within that time, you've already benefited from their amazing handiwork and craftsmanship. Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, coach, official analysts, but most of all, like you, I am a huge Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids with you each and every week. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Court Report. Hope you all had an amazing Hanukkah. We are back. Yes, there was no show last week, and uh, because of that, you know, we are back with an action-packed show. I'm, uh, you might hear it in my voice. I'm a little under the weather. The weather in New York has been just insane the last week, going up to 58 degrees, down to 30, and the, the weather over Shabbos certainly did not serve to help. But not having a show last week, there was no way I was going to be missing this show. So if you can just uh, you know overlook the 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 voice and the sniffles and all that. Hopefully, uh, you can get a ton out of the show because we really do have a lot. You know, we weren't on the last two weeks, and the Yeshiva League went off the rails in terms of how many games were played over the last two weeks. And honestly, there, there really aren't that many games left in each individual league. So these last two weeks were really so important, and you'll see exactly how it shook out. Varsity Basketball League had some amazing games over the last week alone, including an amazing thriller last night in DRS between DRS and Frisch. Uh, JV Basketball, JV Basketball East saw a huge shakeup with Hafter taking its first loss of the season. Varsity Hockey saw the East sort of shake itself out a bit, and it's this coming week, we could have the Varsity, the varsity Hockey East uh, with its six playoff teams. JV Hockey is setting up for a really big show, and girls sports, wow, what a two-week period in girls sports. Cannot wait to get to it. First, a couple of notes. Next Sunday night, we will be having our last show of the 2017 calendar year. Now, it's always funny because while it's only, uh, you know, a week or so, but it's like once that calendar flips to the next year, it sort of dawns on you just how close we really are to the postseason. The postseason really is only a couple of weeks away because you have the beginning of January next week, and then you have finals or, uh, or midterms, however your school calls it, or you have vacation and then the other side, the end of January, the last week of January, and the first week or two of February, 
and we're in playoff season already. So the truth is, while it seems like there's a ton of time left, there really isn't. The playoffs are sneaking up on us very, very fast. And in that light, um, as I said when we started the show, uh, you know, every Sunday night, 7 p.m., Tuesday night, the Encore at 7 p.m., pretty soon we will be flipping over to our Tuesday night lead schedule. What that means is that when we get close to the playoffs, so probably starting in a month from now, over winter break, we will be starting with our Tuesday night main show and our Sunday night encore show. That is to ensure that you get all of the up-to-date action in the playoffs. Every game leading up into Tuesday nights will be reported on for you so that you know what is going on in the playoffs to the Yeshiva League. It's something that's been extremely successful for us for the last couple of years, and it really does serve to get a better idea of what's going on in the playoff season. And all that, of course, leading up to our amazing broadcasts that will happen in the first two weeks of March, first three weeks of March, starting off with the girls championship games, the boys basketball championship games, and culminating with the boys hockey championship games. I cannot wait to get to those. Again, if you want to sp- if you want to become a sponsor, get involved in those games, we are open to it. Give us a call, let us know about it. We would love to get you into the Nakam Siegel network and the championship family. One more little tidbit. Um, of course, for those of you that live in Brooklyn, and, and even those outside of Brooklyn, but especially those in Brooklyn, Hanukkah wasn't all that uh, a great experience for several of us. For those of us that do happen to uh, know or do happen to have been associated with uh, the tragic fire that took place in Brooklyn this past week. I, I know personally, I did not personally know the family. They are not uh, you know, part of the, what I guess would you call the Yeshiva League system, but there were many people in my community, many people on my block uh, that I grew up on that knew them. Their rabbi lived on my block. And so the tragedy in, uh, of the fire that happened in Brooklyn sort of did hit close to home. Um, so for those of you that find yourself in Brooklyn this Monday night, uh, for those of you that have heard of the kosher sports bar in Brooklyn, Davri, there will be a fundraiser this coming Monday night, tomorrow night, in uh, in Davri, where 20% of all sales will go to benefit the Azam Family Fund. And so if you can get into Brooklyn, it is 722 Kings Highway in Brooklyn. That's Kings Highway East Eighth, um, and it's to uh, to ben- the proceeds will be donated to, be- to benefit the Azan Family Fund. So please, if you can, come in, you know, buy, you know, come in with your family, come in with friends. It's a great atmosphere to begin with in Davri, especially when there'll be Monday Night Football on. But even more so when there's a mitzvah that can come about through it. If you can help these people. And their um, through their through their times of crisis, uh, you know, it, it goes a long way to sort of uniting us as a community. So that's that's just the lead-in for the show this week. We got a lot to get to. Um, obviously, it's hard now transitioning back out of that, but we're just going to do it. And we're going to start off in varsity basketball. We told you last night. We told you about last night's amazing contest between DRS and Frisch, and that is where we are going to start off. So Frisch, ironically, actually the last night was sort of the last team 
in varsity basketball, boys varsity basketball, to actually play a contest. Every other school had played at least one game before last night. Frisch, the only one not. DRS, on the other hand, had played a game earlier in the week, and that was sort of a contest that really will shape the Eastern Conference for the rest of the season. As DRS fell to Magan David, again, we mentioned how Magan David has been doing this year, that uh, mostly junior-laden uh, team, uh, some great seniors, Years, but mostly junior-laden team that is sort of powering that team along. Magan David defeating DRS 58-54. to So Magan David, the only undefeated team left in the East. Um, so DRS coming into this one, sort of needing a little bit of a pick-me-up. Frisch, the only other remaining undefeated team in the league. Could DRS avenge... Uh, not really avenge, but DRS get back on the on the right track and knock Frisch off in the same spell swoop. Well, last time these two teams met up in DRS was two years ago in the semifinals, where it took Frisch almost a quarter and a half to get on the board. It wouldn't take quite as long this time, but it certainly looked like a first half to forget for the Cougars as DRS led 23-15 to at the halftime break. But a 7-0 run to start the third was only the beginning of the madness for Frisch. Frisch would end up taking the lead and holding it throughout the next two quarters. Under a minute left in the fourth game, tied at 45 though, Jack Levine hits a putback to give Frisch the lead. Isaac Blumenthal would strip the ball away on the ensuing DRS possession and lay it in all alone to push the lead up to four. But DRS would not go away. Gideon Valinsky would hit two free throws to cut the lead back to two. Max Meyerhoff would get fouled with a chance to put the game away, but could not hit from the line. Jack Levine would grab a DRS miss on the other end, and he would be fouled and sent to the line with five seconds left. He would also only end up hitting one, and the miss would cost them. Gideon Valinsky would pull down the rebound on the second shot, run the length of the floor, and drained a running floater three to tie the game at 50 at the fourth quarter buzzer. It would actually be the second game of the week that would find its way into the extra session. We'll get to the other one, another cross game, in just a few moments. But a major game here on our hands. Again, teams tied at 50 going into the overtime session. Levine would open up the quarter with a three for Frisch. Valinsky would counter with a lay-in and a sweet-touch floater off of a Frisch miss for a one-point DRS lead. Judas Strolowitz would tie with a free throw, and Stevie Paul would give Frisch back the lead at 56-54. to Buckets by Strolowitz and Valinsky would keep the game at two points, but Frisch would score the next four to take a six-point lead, 62-56, to with under a minute to go. Gabriel Kahn would cut it to four with a runner and would then need to resort to fouls to attempt to do the same thing that they had done only a few minutes before. Could DRS again tie the game in the last half minute down four? Blumenthal would hit one of two from the line for a five-point Frisch lead, but Valinsky would drain another three to cut the lead to two with 25 seconds left. Strolowitz would be fouled, and he would only hit one of two for a three-point lead. Frisch, allowing DRS opportunities with a one-possession game, would DRS be able to capitalize? The answer should not surprise you. Valinsky wove his way up the floor to the right corner. We took a fadeaway step back three and nailed it to tie the game with 11 seconds seconds to go in the session. Frisch, though, brought the ball up the floor as the clock wound down, and the ball would find its way to Levine, who would calmly nail the three with one second to go 
for a three-point fresh lead. DRS would have one last chance with one seconds to go. Valinsky would get the ball at half court, but could not drain the long-range shot, giving Frisch the 67-46 win. Jack Stepner leading the Cougars with 22 points. Gideon Valinsky, though, leading the game for DRS with 31 points in the loss. An amazing game for two teams at the top or near the top of their respective divisions. It's going to be great to see how this affects both leagues down the stretch. Um, The reason why I say that is because now for DRS, DRS now has two losses. They currently sit at 8-2. They went 0-2 in the stretch. And it's, I mean, I guess we'll, let's go through the other games that impacted division. We said that Mag and David defeated DRS. Mag and David will also get another win on the week. Mag and David also defeating, um, sorry, weaving through all these big games. Mag and David would defeat Kushner last night, 72-38. to So now Mag and David at 8-0 and has a two-game cushion on the rest of the division. You have DRS sitting at 8-2. and two. You have Rambam, who took a win on the week. Rambam defeating Solomon Schechter, 65-42. to 42. Rambam at 9-2. and two. And those are the closest teams. So Mag and David now goes from being, you know, 7-0, 6-0, and being games behind DRS to now having a two-game cushion at the top of the Eastern Conference. Uh, Again, uh, Mag and David still having six games to go, six games to play, so a lot can happen. But right now, the division is in their hands. Um, Other games that happened on the week, Hank right behind that pack. Hank played four games in the last two weeks. It was a great start to the uh, to the session for Hank Hank taking an 86 to 46 win over Derek Hatora Moshe Khalili with 28 in the win Hank would then take a 6 point win over North Shore 59 to 53 Oren Batesh with 28 for Hank spoiling Michael Tsor's first league game against his former Hank squad uh, Hank would also go on to take a massive 62 to 42 win over TABC in the cross game. So a three-game win streak for Hank uh, prior to last night where the Hurricanes fell to MTA in a cross game 51-45. to So Hank going 3-1 and one in the session, improving their record to 6-3, and three, good enough for fourth place in the East. Right behind them, North Shore, uh, with a 500 record at 6-6. Six and six. North Shore started out with that loss to Hank, would rebound, um, Actually, no, they would have another loss right after to uh, to Hafter, a, a very close nail-biter. A 51-50 to loss to Hafter, Shia Laniato dropping 19 to pull out a nail, uh, in a, a game that Hafter really could not afford to lose. Hafter had lost a game earlier in the week to SAR, which we'll get to in a couple of minutes because it means a lot for the Western Division as well. But Hafter really needed that win, and they got it. We'll talk about Hafter a little more in just a second. North Shore would rebound to uh, end off the week on a high note, 81-62 win uh, in the Battle of the Stars uh, over Share Torah. The star of that night would beat Soar, who helped North Shore back to the 500 mark with a 36-point effort. North Shore, also, as, I, uh, as I'm just 
getting through a ton of these games. North Shore started out the stretch with a 79-69 win over Ramaz. Nathan Nabanapur with 24 in that win. So North Shore playing four games, uh, getting back to 500 at 6-6. Six and six. Two games left for them on the season. Said we'd talk about Hafter again. Hafter, a 2-1 and one record over the last two weeks. We mentioned the win over North Shore. We mentioned the loss to SAR. Last night, though, a 77-52 win over Share Torah. Dove Barrett's 20 in the win. Hafter now at 5-6. and six. Hafter taking a step ahead of the rest of the pack, uh, that being YDE and Flatbush. Both those teams went 1-1 one and one in the last week. YDE. Uh, the biggest of them all. I'll get to that in just a second. YDE taking uh, a win, which we'll get to. Uh, also losing to Flatbush. Flatbush defeated YDE 68-59. to uh, That put Flatbush at 4-5, and five, where well, Flatbush would also take a loss to Heschel, 72-64. And we'll get to that. Uh, I guess on the other side, because that has to do with each other. YDE, Heschel, and Flatbush, the three of them, all facing each other within the two-week stretch. Uh, but again, that's something I want to save for when we get over to the West. Any other games left in the East? Yeah, there are a couple. Uh, just uh, going through games that uh, reference only East teams. Uh, Derek Hattora, Salman Schechter. Salman Schechter taking a 65-49 win over YDH. Their second win of the year sweeps the season series with YDH, who also remain winless after losing to Ramaz. Uh, a little later on, uh, 74-35. Uh, Derek Hattora now at 0-13 with only one game left, that being on January 8th. Um, and uh, let's see, what other games I mentioned? The the Rambam Salman Schechter game, Shari Torah Hafter. So those are the only games that were in division that really uh, affected. The other games, uh, we'll just go over now to the cross games, I guess, uh, because that's, uh, they were... 25 games, and so just getting through these is a mess. Uh, just taking it down the line, JEC gets their first, got their first win of the year with a 75-49 win over Solomon Schechter. Shlomo Dershowitz scoring 22 in the Thunder for their first win since, I believe, 2015. JEC would also take another win last night, a 61-48 win over Hillel. So JEC 2-0 on the stretch. Um, now, just going through the games that I mentioned were important. The uh, SAR Hafter game. SAR taking the 53 to 40 win over Hafter to uh, to up their record to six and one. Josh Gurren and Judah Oppenheimer each tallied 15 in the win for the Sting. SAR would also beat Kushner this past week, 45 to 19. Oppenheimer again leading with 14. So SAR now sitting at seven and one. Ahead of them, those Frisch Cougars at 9-0. and And behind them, having a rough week, or at least having a rough week to start, um, was Heschel. We mentioned two weeks ago Heschel coming off of the stinging loss to MTA. Well, they were able to avenge that loss with a 54-40 win over MTA in MTA, the return match. MTA won the week before. Ilana Orgel dropping 23 in the win for Heschel. Heschel would then face up with YDE in the other game of the week that would go to overtime. A crazy game that saw Heschel with the ball at the end of regulation with a chance to win that wouldn't go. Then saw YDE take an eight-point lead in the overtime session with under a minute that the Heat were able to erase. Tied at 58 with time winding down. Alan Franco would hit a layup as the buzzer sounded to give the Thunder the win. Jaime Sassone 
led YDE with 20, or Gell led Heschel and the game with 25 in the loss. Heschel would then go on to beat Flatbush 72-64. to They would rebound behind Orgel's 24 to knock them off. Uh, they became, you know, Flatbush has become thorns in Heschel's side over the last few years, uh, but this one went Heschel's way. Uh, Flatbush took the loss despite Eddie Linser also dropping 24. Other games on the week um, mentioned... Uh, let's see, let's go through it. Yeah, that actually does it for all, we actually just got through all the cross games within that stretch. The only games not mentioned, uh, Ramaz, a 76-45 win over Hillel, and I believe Waterbury's 53-39 win over Hillel. The loss eliminates Hillel and gets Waterbury above the 500 mark at 6-5. and five. So that was... Uh, a heck of a stretch to go through 25 games in two weeks and a lot of them extremely important just taking a look at the divisions just see where they land after this stretch of games Rambam at 9-2 and two leads the East clinching the playoff berth with the win over Solomon Schechter Mag and David though at 8-0 and the division in their hands right now DRS behind them at 8-2 and two. Hank at 6-3 and three. North Shore at six and six. Hafter at five and six. YDE at four and five. Flatbush also at four and five. Share Torah at two and eight. Uh, who can be eliminated with another loss? They face YDE tomorrow night. Solomon Schechter at two and ten, eliminated with their loss to Rambam. And Derek Torah at zero and thirteen, eliminated early on this week with their loss. To Hank over in the West, Frisch at nine and zero, Sar at seven and one, Heschel at seven and two, Ramaz six and four, Waterbury six and five, TABC five and five, MTA at five and six, Kushner at three and six, JEC at two and six, and Hillel at one and ten, eliminated with the loss to Waterbury. So you can see uh, these teams, the game number of games really getting up there. In fact, with the exception of two teams, Sar and Heschel, every team in the league will have played their 10th game by the end of this coming week. In fact, actually, we actually only have, after this week, we will only have about 30 or so complete total games left in the basketball season for all teams. So it's really getting down to the nitty-gritty. SAR and Heschel uh, playing a lot of their schedule over the next couple of weeks, while uh, most of us would be on, I guess, what we call yeshiva break, uh, they're running on the more the public school ses- uh, session, which sort of has off around it now, and they will be playing a lot of their games during that stretch when most of the rest of the league would be off. Uh, looking up at the week ahead, as I said already, tomorrow night, YDE hosting Shari Torah. Tuesday night, Hafter and Flatbush, uh, an extremely important game for the middle of that pack. One of those two teams will have a 500 record after that. Uh, if it's Hafter, Hafter puts a lot of space between them and Flatbush, and uh, again, depending on what happens with YDE the night before, could be even more important, because if YDE loses, Hafter could already put two games between them and YDE and Flatbush when there are very few games to go. Also Tuesday night, Hank will host Mag and David, two teams in the tops of the division, looking for uh, both looking for important wins. 
on Wednesday, cross game between Rambam and Waterbury. Rambam looking to keep pace in the battle for a bye now that DRS has lost their two games. If Rambam can push ahead, uh, they can they can put themselves in position for a bye. Right now, DRS holds the tiebreaker with them, uh, so we'll see where that goes down the stretch. Wednesday, also along with Rambam and Waterbury, JEC and Frisch in a Western battle. DRS will travel to YDE next Saturday night, foursome of games on the 30th, Kushner hosting JEC, Frisch hosting TABC, another battle of the Route 4 rivalry, Hank and DRS will square up on Saturday, and Mag and David with their Brooklyn rivals, Flatbush next Saturday night. Moving over to JV basketball, shakeup at the top of the East, as Hafter falls for the first time this year. Hafter taking a 75-65 overtime loss to the North Shore Stars. North Shore, in the middle of a massive week, jumping from 500 at 3-3 three and three to 6-3, and three, taking wins over Hank, 62-43, the win over Hafter, and a 68-66 nail-biter over Share Torah. Share Torah. The Stars came into the week undefeated, would end up with two losses as Hafter would rebound from their loss to North Shore, defeating Share Torah 72 to 45. So a lot of ground being moved at the top of the East. We'll get to that fully in just a second. Other games in the East. YDE defeated Mag and David 54-51, handing Mag and David their second loss of the year. Mag and David would rebound with a massive win, uh, maybe an upset, a 57-43 win over DRS. So Mag and David at 3-2, and two, DRS at 4-2. and two. Other games in the East on the week. Hank blitzing Ezra by a massive margin, and Flatbush Dropping Rambam 54 to 24. Over in the West, the uh, first two, I guess you can call them kill shots of the West in terms of eliminations, belong to Ramaz. Ramaz would eliminate Maor. Uh, with a 66-36 win over them, and would then follow it up with a massive win over Westchester, knocking them out of playoff contention. The final two games played, uh, SAR, a 68-33 win over Kushner to move their record up to 5-2, and, and Hillel would also drop Kushner 50-33, Hillel getting their second win of the year. Looking at the standings now over in the East, again, Hafter with that loss now at 8-1. and one. But the East very much squarely in Hafter's control. Hafter has only one game left. If they win that game, then they will be the Eastern Division champions. But that game is a tough one. It's going to be against Mag and David, not this week, but next Tuesday night. So we'll see what happens. A loss could open the division wide open for another team based on tiebreakers. Uh, but here's how the rest of the division shakes out. Right behind them, North Shore at 6-3. and three. They're standing, though, not in their control, as each of the next four teams can get to eight wins. North Shore ceiling, seven wins. North Shore only has one game left, that against Flatbush next week. But YDE, DRS, Shari Torah, and Mag and David. Uh, YDE at 5-2, and two, DRS at 4-2, and two, Shari Torah and Mag and David each at 3-2. and two. They all can get to 8 wins. Not to say they all win, but their max can be, because I'm sure that some of them are facing each other in there. Their max can get to 8. So North Shore has to win their last game and then pray for everybody else to help them out in order to battle for a bye. Although, when it comes time, in terms of playoffs, they are pretty much there just based on the fact that everybody's got to you know, start beating everybody in order to get to the top. 
uh, also Hank at three and three, and then everybody else below the 500 mark. Flatbush at three and six, very close to elimination, can be eliminated over the next week. And Rambam at one and eight, Ezra at 0 and seven, who have already been eliminated. Out in the West, TABC and Frisch tied at six and zero. Oh. Uh, I believe the two of them will be meeting up at some point over the next two weeks. TABC and Frisch uh, should be facing off uh, next, not this coming Saturday, next Saturday, the 6th. So uh, we could see the two of them get to that point uh, undefeated. Frisch has a game this week, which we'll get to. SAR at 5-2, JEC undefeated at 4-0. They will battle Frisch this coming week, this coming Wednesday. Ramaz at 4-4, four and four, Heschel at 3-3, three and three, MTA at 2-2, two and two, Hillel at 2-3, and three, Kushner at 2-5, and five, Maor and Westchester both with zeros in the win column, Maor at 0-7, Westchester at 0-8. On the week ahead, Maor will square off with MTA uh, tonight. Um, Tomorrow night, YDE will host Share Torah. Tuesday, Hank and DRS will square off, as well as Mag and David and Rambam. Rambam finishing out their season. Wednesday night, we said JEC and Frisch doing battle, battle of the first battle of the undefeated. Uh, who will come out of that to end up facing? I believe that. I believe that JEC ends up facing TABC before. So if JEC comes out of that game, JEC will uh, then JEC and TABC will be a battle of the undefeated potentially because uh, TABC has a game before that as well. And if not, it'll be Frisch TABC all leading up to that Saturday night showdown. Um, Or and Hillel will also do battle Wednesday, and this coming Saturday night, Kushner will host JEC, Hank hosting Shari Torah, and MTA hosting Hillel. So hopefully the middle of the packs in each will start being sorted out very soon. At the end of this week, they will be in the 20s for the number of games to be played in JV basketball. You are listening to The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports. We are, ho- we are sponsored by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Let's move over to girls basketball now, and we're going to start out in girls varsity A. Nine games on the week, three in the east, three in the west, and three cross games for the girls varsity league. Um, starting out, we'll start out with the first cross game that happened with SAR and Flatbush. We told you, SAR, two weeks ago, knocking off then top dog in the East Central. They would get a chance to do it with the then 4-2 and two Flatbush Falcons, SAR, dominating the Flatbush Falcons, 56-31. to 31. Adira Orbeck, 22 points. Sam Horowitz with 20. SAR knocking off the second straight division leader, Again, by the score of 56 to 31. So SAR staying undefeated at 7 and 0 with that victory. Flatbush would take another loss to Hafter, 37 to 25. Hafter, as we said, now in the midst of that uh, extremely long stretch where they're going to be playing a ton of games. Hafter upping their record to 4 and 2 with that win. As we'll see the week ahead, a very packed week for the Hafter Hawks. Other games on the week. Ramaz began the week with a 54-28 to win 
over North Shore. They would follow it up with a surprise 57-43 win over Frisch in their cross game, handing Frisch its second loss. Ramaz now at 6-3, jumping to the top of the Eastern Division. North Shore would rebound from that loss to uh, Ramaz to put together a win over Hank by the score of 37-34. The result would put both teams into a tie at 4-4. Four and four. North Shore, though, getting another win over Heschel, 43-40. to 40. So North Shore uh, jumping up to 5-4 and four with a 2-1 and one week. Uh, that includes, that's the East and the, cent- and the Cross games. The other games remaining are the ones over in the West completely. Heschel taking two other losses. Heschel going 0-3 on the week with a 52 to 26 loss to Bruria giving Bruria its fourth win Bruria over the 500 mark and Hillel a 46 to 21 win over Heschel uh Hillel now at 3 and 4 and the last game Maya Note advancing to its seventh win at 7 and 2 with a 38 to 13 win over Kushner. Uh, the loss and the uh, Breweria win eliminate Kushner from playoff contention. Taking a look at the standings. Uh, these standings actually do include, as we said last time, Solomon Schechter forfeiting out the rest of the season. We're not going to go through all of the teams that they're going to pick up win that pick up wins, but we're just going to incorporate all of their uh, all their wins into the right team. So Ramaz at six and three, Central at five and three at the top of the East, North Shore right behind at five and four, Hafter at four and two, and with a solid week ahead, can control its own destiny. They end up playing three games on the week ahead. We'll get to them in just a second. Flatbush at four and four, Hank at four and four, Solomon Schechter. We're just gonna put them at uh, just get done with them. But the East so immensely packed. From the top to the bottom, six wins, four wins. It is going to make for an amazing finish to this season. I cannot wait to see what happens the week ahead. Every team over 500 and every team squishing to that pack. It's going to be so intense down the back stretch. Out in the central, uh, sorry, out in the west, a little more room for breathing. You have SAR and Maya Note at the top. SAR at seven and zero. Maya Note seven and two. Frisch at five and two. Breweria at four and three, and the rest of them below 500. Hillel at three and four. Heschel at three and six, and Kushner at one and nine. Kushner's only win uh, as a result of a Solomon Schechter forfeit. Looking at the week ahead, uh, just a note from the last week: North Shore and Hillel, the game that was supposed to be last Sunday, postponed until February fourth. Looking at the week ahead, Tuesday night we'll we'll see two games. Central will host Hafter. And Frisch will host Maya Note. So two games at the top of the division that are going to be very important for all four teams involved. Wednesday night, Flatbush will host Hafter. Uh, so that'll also be an important game. Both teams at currently at four wins. Whether or not Hafter will be at four wins still will remain to be seen. Saturday night, we'll see Frisch hosting Breweria. And next Sunday, we'll see Hillel hosting the Hafter Hawks. So if Hafter can get three Hafter has three games on the week ahead three wins will put them at seven and two and can put them in the control for the division uh but again let's see what it means to, uh, for them to be playing 
what will be will effectively be four games in such close proximity to each other. We will see next week what happens to them. Moving over to Girls B with a massive two weeks, eight games. I guess it's it's funny to say, you know, uh, an eight-game slate is massive, but when you only have seven teams in the division and each team plays 12 games, eight games really is a lot. And the game that really... Uh, stood out to us. SKA's tailspin continuing, losing their third in four games, dropping to Mag and David 30-24 to two Monday nights ago, dropping to 500 at 3-3. Three and three. SKA would be able to get themselves above ground with the last game on the week with a 58-18 to 18 win over Shalamas of Long Island. But SKA definitely finding themselves in uncharted territory, down at that 3-14 mark, um, tied right now with Shalhevet. Shalhevet taking... Uh, a win on the week. Shall have it going one, uh, two and one, taking wins over Shari Torah and uh, and Shalamis, a 33 to 15 win over Shari Torah, 21 18 win over Shalamis. Uh, that sandwiched by a 53 to 31 loss to Mag and David. Mag and David going two and one on the week, also defeating Shari Torah 74. To uh, uh, we're not even to get into that. That was just that 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 was a blow. You can go online and see that for yourself if you want. But uh, it is what it is. The other two games on the week, I believe we mentioned every other game, but the two games: Elon a fifty to fourteen win over Shalamis. So Shalamis going zero and three on the weeks, and Bruria taking a ten point win over Elon thirty six to twenty six to stay undefeated. So Bruria, the world is really their oyster. They're at seven and zero. This week they have shall have it, so they can get to eight and zero. If they get to eight and zero, I mean a playoff a playoff spot for them really is almost inevitable at this point, just given the fact that everybody in the middle has to face each other. But Brewery are really sitting pretty, a two game advantage over Mag and David, who sits at five and two. Shall have it an SKA tied at four and three. Elon at three and three. Shalamas at one and five. Shari Torre at zero and eight. That game against Elon that they play on Tuesday night can be the backbreaker for them this season. But Bruria, really paying attention to what's going on in the rest of the league because the truth is their two-game advantage means a lot more, especially when, uh, you know, they've already played Mag and David once. They've beaten Mag and David. They've beaten SKA twice. They still have to play Shalheva twice, once this week, but they're is a lot for them to gain just of the games that they have remaining. They can go for the undefeated season, but even if not, they have a cushion, and their game, uh, the game that, that Mag and David would exceptionally need, Mag and David needs Bruria to take a loss to somebody else, but then also needs to beat them themselves, because if they lose to Bruria, Bruria will still have the season series, and even if Bruria manages to lose his two more games, uh, manage to lose two more games, um, they would still not be able to get there. So the all-important game that Mag and David really needs may be one that would just be irrelevant because it's going to be the last game of the season for both of them. I believe that game comes on Thursday, February 8th. So a lot to happen between now and then, 
but the game may be irrelevant for Bruria's purposes. Bruria in complete control of girls varsity B. The week ahead, Ilan and Shari Toro will face Tuesday night. Bruria and Shalhevet on Wednesday night, and Megan David and Shalamis also on Wednesday night. Moving over to girls JV, only five games on the past week. The one score that we didn't have the the last time that we talked, Frisch with the win over Maya Note. Um, they'll actually be playing again this coming week, but just for your record books there. The five games on the week, three of them in the East, uh, two of them uh, with Ramaz in them. Uh, Ramaz taking two losses on the week. Uh, the first one, a loss to North Shore, getting back on the winning track, 51-29. to So North Shore now at 7-1, and clinching a playoff berth with that win over Ramaz. And then Central, uh, previously one win Central, playing spoiler, dropping Ramaz 25-23. to So Central at 2-7 at, uh, and seven is eliminated. The loss drops Ramaz to 2-6. and six. Also on the week, Bruria dropping Flatbush in a cross game. Bruria at 3-6 and six now. Flatbush dropping to 1-6, and six also with a loss to Hefter this past Thursday night. The other game on the week, um, Frisch dominating Westchester to stay undefeated at 7-0. Looking at the East, North Shore at 7-1. Hafter at 5-1. Them getting into the playoffs, almost a foregone conclusion. Actually, it is already a foregone conclusion uh, as Ramaz and Flatbush and Central can't get to the four-win mark. So North Shore and Hafter have already clinched playoff berths in the East. Hank at 3-3 is very close to it. Ramaz at 2-6. Uh, Central at two and seven, Flatbush at one and six. Uh, Flatbush can be eliminated with a loss or a Hank win, and I believe Ramaz can be the same. Um, not really sure. I'd have to check on the season series between Ramaz and Hank in Girls Varsity. Sorry, in Girls JV. And it looks as if right now Hank has that advantage, but Hank plays Ramaz on February 8th as well. So that game may mean something, but Hank has you know a couple of games in hand on Ramaz. They have a couple of games uh, over the next couple of weeks. They have a game this coming week against Hafter where you can pretty much put Ramaz up against the wall. Uh, again, a combination now of two Hank wins or two Ramaz losses or one and one would give Hank the final playoff spot in the girls' var- girls JV. So we keep doing that. Girls' JV East. Over in the West, we already know the three teams that are in. It's just a matter of seeding. Frisch at 7-0. and SAR at 5-1. and Mayanote at 5-2. and As we said, Frisch and Mayanote facing this week. And this game really does a lot for the division. If Frisch wins, Frisch at 8-0, Mayanote at 5-3 would effectively end Mayanote's chances at winning the division. It would give Frisch, at the very least, a first-round home game, would host the East 3 team in the first round. But it would still keep them very much in line for the um, for the uh, Western Division crown. That really won't come to them unless SAR loses one more or Frisch ends up beating SAR later on in the season. Those two teams will meet up um, looking at my schedule the end of January. So that's a while down. But again, if the other way around is even more interesting, if if Maya notes to win and Frisch to lose, that Frisch would be at seven and one. Maya note will be at six and two, SAR at five and two. And we could have the same 
best scenarios that we've talked about for the last two or three years with this division. It's just so crazy how you have the same people over and over again always getting into those really interesting playoff scenarios. So both divisions really uh, interesting to watch down the stretch. Hafter and North Shore will be battling it out down the stretch for the Eastern Division crown, and you have those three teams in the West, Frisch and SAR and Maya Note, Frisch and Maya Note battling this coming Tuesday night. Flappers and Hafter also battling on Wednesday, and Hank and Hafter will do battle in Hafter this coming Sunday, next week. Again, you are listening to The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports. We are sponsored by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Time to move over to hockey. We have about 15 minutes left, so let's power through what went on this week in hockey. A lot of action this past week, uh, especially at the top of the East uh, the Eastern Division. Uh, Hefter moving themselves into the top of the Eastern Division with a 3-0 two-week stretch. Hefter started out their week with a 3-0 win over Solomon Schechter. That would lead up to a 9-1 win over Flatbush this past Tuesday night. They would end up running into the other team at the top of the Division, Rambam. Rambam came into that game uh, hot after an 11-2 win over YDE. Uh, but this game would be a grudge match down to the very end. Teams tied 1-1 into the last two minutes of the period. Owen Goldberg scoring for Hafter. Joe Wortman scoring for Rambam. Rambam would take a penalty with three minutes to go, and Hafter would capitalize. Goldberg scoring his second goal of the night, leading Hafter to the 2-1 victory over the Ravens. Hafter upping their record to 8-1, 16 points. Rambam would rebound this past Saturday night, last night, with a 12-0 win over Share Torah. So Rambam putting themselves at 16 points as well with an 8-3 and three record. Hafter clinching a playoff berth with the win over Rambam. Rambam clinching a playoff berth with the win over Share Torah. Other games on the week. Um, let's see, getting getting all over the place here because of the massive amount of games. Hank started out the week stretch with a 9-2 to win over Solomon Schechter. So Hank uh, putting themselves back into the conversation for, uh, I guess, a 3 or 4 seed, uh, still having to battle their way through. They took a 2-0 record on the past week, also knocking off Shari Torah in a big win. Other games on the week, um, Solomon Schechter would end up, as we said, Solomon Schechter took losses to Hank and Hafter. They would have a very interesting week. They would end up going 2-2-0-1. We talked about the two losses. That was followed up by two wins, uh, 10-4 win over Mag and David, 10-3 win over Flatbush, and then they would meet up with North Shore. We told you the last time about what happened between Solomon Schechter and North Shore. North Shore coming back for a 3-2 overtime victory. Well, the same thing would happen here. North Shore taking a 3-2 overtime time win. Michael Tsor, you heard his name as basketball, now you hear it in hockey as well. Michael Tsor with two goals, including the game winner in the overtime session. So Michael Tsor getting it done on both floors. Uh, North Shore upping their record to 7-5. and five. Solomon Schechter now at 
0-2. Other games on the week. Let me see what other games uh, snuck in and that we didn't get to. I guess just a, a 10-1 YDE victory over Mag and David. YDE staving off elimination with the massive win. Over in the West, there were four games on the past week. SAR dominated MTA 5-1. to I guess not really a domination, but for SAR, a 5-1 to win. Um, and the 5-1 win actually puts them in position to clinch a playoff berth. They, they've already, cl- technically, actually, they've already clinched a playoff berth, but it puts them in position to clinch with, uh, to clinch a first-round home game. Coming into the week, they could clinch with a win and a loss by either Kushner, JEC, or Hillel. Um, they ended up getting losses by Kushner and JEC last night. Kushner, a 5-1 loser to TABC. JEC, a 4-1 loser to Frisch. Joe Tropp, uh, with two goals in the win for the Cougars. It would be the second first win on the week, also defeating Westchester. Um, they could have at least, uh, SAR could have also at least clinched a first-round home game with a win and losses by Kushner, JEC, and Hillel. But with Hillel not having a game this week, that wasn't going to happen. That could happen this coming week. All they need to clinch a first-round home game is a loss by, at the very least, the first-round home game is a loss by Hillel. Looking at the uh, looking at the standings board, Rambam uh, and Hafter tied at 16 points. Hafter at eight and one, Rambam at eight and three. DRS uh, they can clinch with a win or tie, and Flatbush loss or tie this coming week. Uh, DRS at seven one and one. North Shore. At seven and five, fourteen points. Solomon Schechter, six four zero oh, and two, fourteen points. Hank, six and four, twelve points. Flatbush, three six zero oh, and one, seven points. YDE, three and seven at six points. Mag and David, three and ten, six points. And Shari Torah at zero oh, and twelve. Over in the West, SAR leading the division nine zero oh, zero oh, and one. They have nineteen points. TABC. And MTA tied at 14 points. TABC 7 and 1. MTA 7 and 2. Frisch at 13 points right behind them. 6, 2, and 1. Kushner uh, back below the 500 mark at 4 and 5 with 8 points. Hillel and JEC tied at 6 points. Hillel 3 and 4. JEC at 3 and 5. And Ramaz at 2 and 7 with 4 points. Westchester 0 and 9 with 0 points. Taking a look at the week ahead, a couple of really uh, major games. TABC and MTA, uh, the two teams tied. Uh, tomorrow night they will be tied, or they may not be tied um, in terms of points. If they get a tie, then they will still be tied. But one of those two teams looking to really get ahead of the other in the race for the second buy slot, or possibly in the first buy slot if they can catch up to SAR. Tuesday night, Shari Torah and YDE will do battle. Wednesday night, four games. Hillel hosting JEC, Kushner hosting MTA, DRS and Rambam will meet up in the second session of their match this year. And Hank will uh, travel. So Hank will be hosting Flatbush. Uh, Hank defeating Flatbush 10-3 in their first meeting this season. Saturday night, we'll see Hillel hosting MTA and YDE hosting DRS. Next Sunday afternoon, TABC and Frisch meeting up in the hockey version of the Route 4 rivalry. Uh, we've 
chronicled that rivalry this uh, you know from the past and we'll touch more on it when we get that result that's actually not going to be a result we may get the result next week but if not we will talk about it in two weeks um, interesting to note the Eastern Conference could have its six playoff teams by the end of this week uh, a Flatbush loss and a Hank win would pretty much end the discussion. We would know that Flatbush and YDE would be eliminated, and you would have Hafter, Rambam, DRS, North Shore, Solomon Schechter, and Hank as your six playoff teams, order still to be determined. So that can happen this week. The West is still going to be a little more hotly contested. The top will be decided well before the, the, the bottom, though. Um, SAR, as we said, already clinched the playoff berth. TABC, MTA, and Frisch, very close to it. And then you have Kushner, Hillel, and JEC, and possibly even Ramaz with an outside chance fighting for the last couple of playoff spots. Moving over to Boys JV now. Uh, this past week, there were nine games. And we'll start out in the East. We'll start out at the top. Rambam, still uh, still in control of the division, clinching a playoff berth with an 11 to nothing win over North Shore. So Rambam at 6-0-1 at 13 points. Now really taking control of the division. Uh, Hafter putting on a very strong push. Hafter taking two wins this past week. 7-5 to win over Flatbush. Flatbush putting up a great fight against Hafter. Not able to come through. And Hafter a 6-2 to win over Mag and David. So Hafter, with those two wins, pushes themselves up to 5-2. and two. They are at 10 points, and they are currently sitting in second place in the, um, in the um, JV East. Also on the past week, North Shore able to rebound from that 11-0 loss to take a 2-1 win over North Shore. So North Shore, sorry, over YDE. So North Shore still with a faint playoff hope. They're at 4-5 and five now. And the truth is it, they're really on life support because Mag and David taking a, uh, I believe it was an 8-3 win over Hank last week. Mag and David's win over Hank put Mag and David in the driver's seat to take the final playoff spot because it holds a tiebreaker over Mag and, over North Shore because of the game that they played two weeks ago. Right now, North Shore is at four and five, and Mag and David's at three and five. If Mag and David wins the final two games, North Shore is completely out, and their hot start to start the year uh, really will have fallen by the wayside. Uh, Mag and David's final two games, Mag and David faces uh, YDE as its last two games of the year. And uh, we'll find out uh, that one one of those matchups will actually was actually this. It's actually playing right now. They probably just finished up. That game was at six o'clock tonight. So we'll know next week whether or not Mag and David uh, really has the ability to overtake North Shore. But North Shore's uh, North Shore's playoff hopes are right now in Mag and David's hands. So taking a look. Uh, sorry, let's plow through the rest. Hank would end up losing another one on the week, taking a massive loss to Frisch last night. And over in the West, three games. Uh, Frisch, their second, Frisch would uh, take another win this week. Uh, a 10-1 win over Ramaz. Ramaz still winless at 0-9. Frisch still undefeated. Uh, the other two games would involve SAR. Uh, SAR taking a 2-0 win over MTA. And um, that loss, coupled with Kushner's 5-3 win over SAR, effectively eliminated 
MTA from playoff contention. Uh, they're not officially mathematical, but the tiebreakers just say that they are. Taking a look at the standings uh, over in the East, again, Rambam, 6 0 oh, 1, 13 points. Hefter, 5 and 2, 10 points. North Shore, 4 and 5, 8 points. DRS, 3 1 and 1, 7 points. They're the ones that have the ability to move up and down. Um, Mag and David, 3 and 5. Flatbush, 2 and 5. Mag and David at 6 points. Flatbush at 4. That's the, those are the only teams still in playoff contention. Hank at 1 and 8 with, uh, um, eliminated with the loss to Mag and David. YDE at 0 and 7. Uh, the East really does look like it's going to be a battle throughout. Rambam and Hafter. And, uh, uh, right now those are the teams that are really sitting pretty. Rambam, the prettiest. Uh, they can really make their last game against Hafter, who really wants to make a push for the playoffs. Uh, irrelevant. Hafter and DRS face each other twice. Rambam really does not have a hard schedule up until that last game where they play Hafter. Rambam's remaining schedule, they have Flatbush next week and Hank. So with two wins, they could really make that last game with Hafter irrelevant, depending on what happens with DRS. Over in the West, though, Real tight. You have Frisch at 6-0, 12 points. Kushner, 5-1-1, 11 points. TABC and SAR tied. TABC at 5-0, SAR at 5-3, both at 10 points. JEC and MTA at 8 points. Uh, JEC at 4-1. MTA at 8 points, 3-4-1-1. They have one game left on the season, and that will be... Um, that will be this coming week against JEC. Right now, MTA can play a spoiler for JEC. JEC needing as many wins as it can get. The other teams, Kushner especially, uh, Kushner and SAR, hoping that MTA can take a chunk out of JEC because right now they're the teams that they're the team that has the biggest wiggle room uh, in terms of the top of the board and JEC also having games mostly against the, the top playoff contenders. JEC needs to take as many points as it can uh, right now. Coming up on the week ahead, as we said, today, the game against DRS and TABC, which we did not include in our um, in our standings. So we don't, uh, you know, again, like I said, we usually go to Saturday night. That will be given next week. A really incredible game between those two. Can't wait to detail it for you next week. Also tonight, like I said, the YDE Mag and David game. Uh, Tuesday night, we'll see MTA hosting JEC. Saturday night, YDE will host DRS. Uh, and the next Saturday night, uh, what uh, will be a phenomenal game at the at the top or near the top of the division. TABC and Frisch will do battle in their version of the hockey Route Four rivalry. Taking a look at the JV and Varsity hockey rankings before we leave. Taking a look at Varsity, SAR staying at the top of Varsity. DRS, TABC, Frisch, and Hafter. Uh, two through five, MTA at six, Rambam at seven, Hank at eight, Kushner nine, JEC ten, Ramaz eleven, North Shore twelve, Solomon Schechter thirteen, YDE moving up to fourteen from sixteen with their win over Mag and David, Mag and David dropping to fifteen, Flatbush dropping to sixteen, Hillel at seventeen, Shari Torah and Westchester rounding out the league. Looking over at JV, you have TABC and Frisch still at the top at one and two, DRS at three, Hafter at four, Kushner moving up to fifth from seventh, Rambam staying at six, SAR switching with Kushner after the loss, SAR now in seventh, 
JEC at 8, MTA at 9, Mag and David, Flatbush, North Shore, Ramaz, Hank, and YDE round it out. Well, that about does it for our show. Thank you so much for listening in today on Action Pack Show. We are so glad that you were able to uh, listen to us. Again, if you can get to Davri Kosher Sports Bar tomorrow night, 722 Kings Highway in Brooklyn, uh, a fundraiser for the Azan family after their tragic losses this past week in the Hanukkah fires, please go. 20% of all sales will go to help that family out. Big mitzvah. Please stop in. It will be worth your time. If you missed any part of this or any episode this season, you can catch the Encore presentation every Tuesday night at 7 p.m., or you can find the court report on our archives on the Nachum Siegel Network app. Tomorrow morning, jam in the a.m. with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the app or at NachumSiegel.com. Once again, a huge thank you to our sponsors, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Please give them a call at 718-769-4111 for all of your plaque and trophy needs. For more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on jam in the a.m. at our around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM and the AM Sports Update. Again, you can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and our new Instagram page. Make great use of it. And again, this has been Elliot Weiselberg reminding you, it's good to be smart, but better to be wise. See you next week, right here on The Court Report, only on the Nachum Siegel Network. Hi, this is Elliot Weiselberg, host of The Court Report. Stay tuned for more amazing musical selections and programming only on the Nachum Siegel Network. NachumSiegel.com